Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast, where I'm joined by my wife, Stephanie Hanlon Francie. In these episodes, Stephanie and I will unpack the different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters. We believe that today, more than any time before, we're living through the most impactful events in history, changes in the world that are leading to rising confusion, uncertainty, and ultimately fear. For those who are awake, your view of your world is the filter for how you will experience the evolution and changing dynamics of it. Whether it's the growing social and political divisiveness, the need to pivot in business or career, or shifting family dynamics, very few know how to deal with or manage what is unfolding before them. Whatever you're experiencing in your world, Stephanie and I have deeper conversations about mental, emotional, and spiritual health that provide a context for the living that we hope inspires you to ask different questions and has you check in to ask yourself the hard questions. Like, is the path you're on the best path for your journey? Are you still clear on your intended destination or has it changed? Our vision is to provide you ideas and tools that you can apply in your life that you can use to take steps in your evolution of being your greatest self and living your best life. Listen then, enjoy. Hi there, and welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters. Stephanie, hello. Hey, hon. So here we are, and as we often go into these particular podcasts, we don't necessarily know the topic, and we sit back and we discuss a little bit what's going on in the world, what's going on for us, what we're seeing going on for clients, whether there be your Olympic world-class athletes or our shift clients and or any number of people that we interact with. And we really do tap into our spiritual self and kind of sit back and reflect on the past week because these are current. Like we're always in the process. Yeah, it's of, in real time. It's in real time. And, you know, as we sat back this evening thinking about what do we really want to show up, there was a number of topics that came up. But the one thing that did show up for us pretty clear was a conversation that we've had in the past on the podcast, which was around completion. And what are we operating on top of? And the realization or the conversation morphed into really understanding that we can be operating on top of things and we can be complete or not complete with things. So if we're not complete with something, and we'll give some examples here right away, then we're operating on top of it. But there's things that are out of our control. There are things that are in our control. What can we and how do we actually function efficiently, effectively, and not operate on top of things without being complete. Right. Like in business or personal. And maybe we should define what complete means to us in, in to me in the world of, of sport in business is, you know, you can only be as complete as you can be in this moment. You know, do you have all the information that you have to make a new decision? Are you moving into a conversation or a situation with unstated or unsaid expectations, assumptions, etc.? So when we think about completion, some people think that it's similar to like a cl like closure or it's similar to like things being over. It really isn't. Completion is a is an ongoing process and I really want to shine a light on it because as the year comes to a close, then what's happening is things are, you know, expectations get set up, we're excited about a new year, we're excited about a new program, a new this, a new that. But what's left incomplete can really get in the way. 
So give some specific examples. Give me an example or two about what we could be, what's incomplete. Well, incomplete could be a conversation. It could be you get caught off around trying to get fully expressed in a situation with a deal, with a person, with a loved one. Um, this weekend, I went through a, a completion exercise um, celebration of life with my 98-year-old auntie, my dad's oldest sister. So there was a real sense of completion around have I, did I, and did I have the relationship that I wanted with her? Did I, you know, it's, a, it's like a check-in. Am I fully complete? Did I do what I needed to do to make sure that I can move forward and feel peace and feel comfort? Well, it's interesting that you bring that up around death because that is something that, you know, those who have had somebody pass unexpectedly will often say, you'll see those posts that, which is to say, be sure that you hug your children, be sure that you say what you need to say, make sure that they, you know, that your wife or your significant other or your best friend or whatever that is, know what they... That yeah, don't go to bed mad. Don't go to bed mad, like yeah. go to bed complete. So in other words, have you really stated and stressed what it is that is important to you and how important they are? Yeah, we've stayed up many a night getting to, you know, what it is that we need to say to each other, the good, the bad, and the ugly to make sure that we don't go to bed mad. So completion. So think about completion and the incompletions that we operate on top of. So let's give that some context. So we'll kind of dig into this a little bit deeper here. But for example, there's things that we can control, things that we can't. So let's use the example of being fired from a job surprisingly, you get fired, you get laid off. You Let's let just go. use that. Yeah, you're, you you're let, let go. go. Yeah. You're let go. And you don't have an opportunity to say goodbye to workmates or you don't get an opportunity to express. Or even how, ask what happened. What happened. Yeah. You know, you're just let go. Or what? So what is that scenario so that you go away from that and how do you complete with that? You had no control over it. And the next thing you know, you've been cut loose. Okay. Now, we're not seeing that in this environment currently, but... I think everybody can relate to that particular scenario. And so how do you operate? Because you go forward and you're, you maybe you're pissed off. Maybe yeah. you're, you're really hurt. You're feeling judged. You're feeling like, what did I do wrong? And you keep going forward. Well, that's a wound. And if you can't come back to complete on that, that's a wound that you carry forward. And you can't heal it. And that yeah. you're operating on top of. That would be, I'm trying to keep it really simple, kind of high level. And, you know, to give an, an example of that. Yeah, no, that's a really good example because right, right now when people are tightening their belts or they're having to make decisions in business or even in their personal lives where maybe there's a values misalignment and things are happening where you... That are happening so quickly in our life that things are changing and and maybe you don't get a chance to say what you needed to say or or apologize or ask forgiveness for example or whatever like there's just a chance there's things that leave, that leave gaps and I think the gap is truly you know we talk about the gap and the gain for example there is a place where to enter the gap and figure out, you know, what is it that I need to do or say to feel as complete as I can be, even if I'm not in control? Like, what do I need to do? How can I be responsible so that I don't drag all my issues and drag my anger into the what's next, whether it's a new job, a new relationship, or even the next day? So, you know, as you listen to this, consider and ask yourself, what are the conversations that you're having with yourself 
for example, this would be one to kind of reflect on, that you're what we would call incomplete with. There's a relationship that you know, that went south or uh, something that broke down that you never got to say what you wanted to say and it keeps showing up for you. That would be considered an incompletion that you're operating on top of because you're carrying it forward with you and it's not complete. And so how do you get complete? Yeah, exactly. Because maybe you're filtering new conversations and new expressions of whatever based on the incompletion. And that's not even really what's true possibly for, for you right now or for the other person. So it's really important to, you know, sometimes just pause. So in the case of a relationship like a job or a relationship, a friendship perhaps, that went south and you don't have an explanation for it and you've not had a chance to complete with it, to say what you need to say, that would be... Or ask a question. What did I do wrong? Where am I responsible? And maybe give the other person a chance to express that. I think there's a gap in that whereby that creates what we call an incompletion. So there's a wound that goes with that, right? There's a wound yeah. that comes forward that you then filter other relationships through and that maybe you're guarded, you can't be fully engaged, fully present. You are actually maybe less trusting. Less trusting, right? It's a breakdown of trust. So when you do now part of what why this showed up is we end one of our shift coaching programs, there is a completion that we go through, we'll go through with our clients, which is to say, okay, we've been through this program, you've been hanging out with us for six months, we've done this, and there's a completion exercise that we'll walk people through. So the point is, is that we've come to realize over the years of doing this, that completion allows you to say, okay, I'm complete, now it's new beginnings. So it isn't the end of something, it's the new beginning of something it's else. it's both, actually. It's, it's allowing something to come to a close so that there's a pause and a reflection and maybe bring the learnings forward, but also wrap it up in a bit of a bow so that when you do start something new, you're not dragging the negativity or not dragging stories forward, but you can open up with some fresh eyes. Well, that goes back to what we the phrase we use all the time, which is what are you operating on top of? And so you're operating on top of an old story. You're operating on top of an old experience. You're operating on top of a belief system that everybody's that way, that you can't trust these situations. You can't trust these types of people because you've never really completed with it. And so, you know, the point of this particular conversation, if you will, is to draw attention to because I know what it's like. I've, I've been in these scenarios many times over the years, which is to say, I have a certain feeling for something that went wrong. I don't feel complete about it. It's a conversation. You know, it's something that happened that for whatever reason, things went south and I wasn't able to complete the conversation and I don't know how to complete it. And it, I'm, so I'm operating on top of it. I'm left wondering what the hell and I feel a need to actually... And I want to complete, like I want to say something, but how do you actually do that and give it context? And and not like you're being defensive or making excuses. Or do you just let it go? Mm, I think there's a couple of different ways to look at it. If we let it go, hold on, let me, sorry to interrupt. Okay. If we say, okay, well, I'm just going to let it go. 
have you really let it go? <laughs> I don't think so. Not in my experience. I think there's always snippets of it that come back and can can really bite you in the butt because we're human beings. We're emotional beings. And I think when we've been hurt or we we perceive that someone has hurt us, then there's the little scab, you know, there's a little wound that happens and that little scab starts to form and we get a little crusty and, you know, maybe we're a little bit less trusting and a little more judgy in the things that we're moving forward. But if there's a chance to complete, think about it. If someone passes away or a relationship says like uh, somebody just says, dude, we're done and walks away, you're left hanging. So how do I, in that situation, for example, if someone walks away and goes, we're done, I'm out, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya, what do I do? Well, that's my work. That's what I'm left with. And what I've learned over time is in order for me to function and move forward with some sort of professionalism or uh, grace or, or positivity is that I have to find a way to complete for myself. I can't make up stories. I don't know what was going on for that other person because as we've talked about before, we never, ever, ever, ever five times know what's going on for someone else. So we're always left to complete for ourselves so that we can enter whatever next deal, next relationship, next situation with as much positivity and as much of our values intact that we can, even though we're hurt or maybe even there's some damage there. So the work is internal. So completion, as much as it's about getting things done or, you know, maybe, you know, getting your sock drawer organized or whatever, Completion is really about finding a way inside where you can function and move forward even if you're hurt, even if you feel um, that you've been unjustly treated. We still need to rise above it. If not, there's going to be a lot of damage, a lot of hurt, and a lot of trauma that keeps getting brought forward. So completion is about a very personal, for me, a series of questions that I ask myself is, did I do everything that I could do in the moment to make sure that I am in alignment with my values. And then if that person then still walks away, then I know that I did everything I could and I am complete. Am I hurt? Absolutely. Can I get forward? Can I move forward? Yes. But as long as I can answer the question, did I do everything that I could when that person was in my life and say, yes, that I did and I did the best that I could, then I can be complete. Okay, so some of what brought this conversation up was when you're working with your athletes, you also do completion exercises with your athletes. So even at the end of a practice or at the end of a competition, there's a series of questions that you walk them through. So share that with me so that I can kind of apply that to real life. Yeah, so what happens in high-level competition, whether it's, I think, business or sport or whatever, is that there's something that happens. You get a result. You either like the result or you don't like the result. Regardless, you have to close. There's a closure that happens whenever a meeting ends, whenever a competition ends. So I'll speak to the competition. So for example, there's two parts of an ice dance competition. There's what's called the rhythm dance and then the free dance the next day. If they have a great rhythm dance and they're awesome and they're super high, I have to bring them down to somewhat neutral so they don't expect that they're going to get the same result tomorrow because tomorrow's a new day. We can't have that expectation. So let's say they had a not a great situation and uh, not a great rhythm dance and I have to bring them up to neutral. So neutral is the goal. And when you get to neutral and you can complete and see the positive and the negative, what you learned, what you're going to bring forward, what you are so done with, 
And I can explain that in the order of the questions if you like. But in order to complete, or we call it in the Demartini work, um, we call it collapsing, so that you can get to neutral. So neutral allows you to see the situation for what it is, not for what it should have been, could have been, would have been, what you wanted it to be, what it isn't, and how angry I am that I didn't do that, and this judge did that, and that person did that, and that. So they go to bed with that then there's no sleep, there's no rest, there's no closure, there's no way to open up the next day and actually be present because you're dragging all that stuff, positive or negative, mind you, it's not always negative. It's always, there's also a high. If, you, if you're bringing the high into tomorrow, it's very hard to sustain. Okay, so to your point, neutral is not, is neither positive or negative, it's just neutral. Yep. In other words, you're not high, you're not low, you're just flat. Yeah, and it's boring. It's boring. Yeah. So you're not living in the charge. You're <laughs> exactly. not. Your ego's not engaged in any of this. And you might be fighting your ego. Your ego may be going, "Yeah, but you were awesome." And though they didn't I am see awesome. It. I've got this figured out. Yeah. I got this handled. So this isn't that case. Okay. No. So then, give me some of the questions that you would walk your clients through, and I think that way, if you're listening to this, you can maybe start to see where you could apply it for yourself mm -hmm. in your day. Yeah. So the first thing is, you know, is to realistically assess. So I use the, it's funny, you know, I use the acronym RAIN, R-A-I-N. So realistically assess what the truth is. What went well? Even if it was a crappy performance. Hold on, hold on, hold on. RAIN. <laughs> RAIN, yeah. What R does that got to do R -A -I -N. with? R-A-I-N. Okay, but reassess. Assess. Re be real. Yes, got it. Then assess. Yes investigate, okay, and then neutralize. Okay, well, you didn't give me the whole acronym. Well, dude, when you think of RAIN, you think Real Estate Investment Network. I, I'm using a different one. So realistically, real, truly look at the situation. What went well? And then to neutralize it, what didn't go well? Even it was the, it was the performance of a lifetime. You nailed it. There's something that didn't go well. Was it something on the way? Was it the weather? Just identify it so that you don't a, you know, commit to the high or be addicted to the high. The second one is what are you most proud of? Whether part of the performance, how you showed up, was it um, something about your partner, something about just what were you most proud of? Then I ask, hmm, what are you so done with? What are you so done with? Like something didn't go well, something did go well, but a story that you're done with, like what are you just dragging forward that doesn't need to be there? So what are you so done with? And the next one is, what are you grateful for? And when you can end with gratitude, then you have the opportunity to really truly see, even if it was a crappy performance or the deal didn't go the way that it did or something didn't go the way that you had planned, there's always something to be grateful for. And when you can truly end with gratitude and everything gets quiet, then there's a neutral space that can arrive and neutral is where the most powerful next steps can live. You can't create from incompletions and you can't create from being super high, but those, even that generic kind of questions, and I can get a lot deeper depending on what the situation is in the moment, but those few first questions can bring everyone to neutral. Okay. So, but where, if I had a great it, you know, it, whatever the scenario is, if I did really well, I had a great skate or I had a great business meeting or I had a great deal done, where's the celebration in that? I still want to celebrate it. Of course, of course, but celebrating when it's complete, when it's fully done. 
So think about a, a deal. You have a great meeting and you think you got the deal handled. And then you start celebrating too soon. Or in the ice dance world, you start celebrating after the rhythm dance and you haven't even competed. Or the guys are celebrating after the first period when they're up seven, nothing, when you know that's not a good thing. So it's when the event or the situation is over. That's when the completion exercise happens because we celebrate along the way with the small wins. Absolutely. And that's the what went well. What are you proud of? What are you grateful for? And a lot of times with my clients is that they're always grateful and proud of each other, or they're proud of a situation where somebody really rose above, you know, they took an adversity and they really rose above and they're proud of that. But it's not over until it's over. It's not over until the medal ceremony. I always tell the athletes in some cases, it's not over till you get on the plane to drive home or to fly home. So if you celebrate too soon, too much, then that creates a high that's very difficult to neutralize because after a high, as we know, is a low. And after a low can be a high. So bringing to neutral during the deal, during the situation, during the competition, during whatever it is, is to stay as neutral because it allows you also to kick in your observer self. And when you are observing, you can also see where other people are, are uh, we call it in a charge or their energy leaking all over the place and, and, and they're not being responsible around their energy and they're going high and low, high and low, which is exhausting. So how do I apply this in my life day to day? I'm not a world-class competitor. I'm just a business owner. Just, I'm come on, dude. Just, you know, like what I'm saying is how do I, like I don't, I'm not a world-class competitor. What I'm doing is living my life. So where does this apply in my life? It applies everywhere. Think about it. If something goes well, like how hard is it right now? Like people are struggling to find things that are going well. I mean, I'm looking at gas prices and grocery prices and, and politics and what's going on in, in the world. And there's a lot of negativity. But what we can do is we can find our way to be grateful. We can find our way to find the pot, not wearing rose-colored glasses, but when we look at it and we have the high-level intensity and intention to find what is working, in order to do that, we can bring ourselves to neutral. And all we have to do is bring ourselves to neutral. If we can stay in a state of grace, in a state of neutrality, then what's next is the courage and courage to then take the next step in the direction of that you want to go. But if we just stay on that natural or that, that downward spiral, because it's so addictive, like think about it. Inertia is very addictive. And I'm seeing out there where people are in my world, I'm still seeing how hard it is to stay positive and to stay moving forward and to stay in the game, stay competitive, because it's so easy right now just to look at all the negative shit that's going down in the world. So what this exercise does for us normal people, you and me, is gives us a way to identify the gratitude, identify the positivity and tight, you know, to know what's going right. So where do we take this? So if somebody is listening to this and they're listening and they're going, okay, here's what I've got going on. So are they, you know, maybe they're, they're, they're assessing their own view of what's where they're incomplete with something, what they're operating on top of, something that's occurred. I mean, we've talked about this many times on the podcast is that the divisiveness and the polarity that's being created and the breakdown of, in some cases, families, yeah. you know, giving the polarity in what's happening on the 
uh, COVID situation, vax, no vax, and and it's painful. You know, mandates, no mandates, all of those things that are happening. So people are, I think, operating a lot on top of incompletions, conversations that they wish they could have had, didn't have. And not having enough information on either side can really hurt like the the opportunity to complete. Okay, so what's the guidance? I think for me, the guidance right now is I just noticed the emotion that came up for me when I'm talking about this is that, you know, do you honor yourself enough to find a way to be as complete as you can be? Even if you have to write a letter, maybe someone's passed away, maybe someone's left you or there's been, you know, can you just even write what I call a completion letter? Like, what would you have said to that person had you had the opportunity? And write it down, put pen to paper. There's something cathartic about and healing about saying it and writing it down. Because if we don't do that and we offer, continue to operate on top of the uncertainty or the, the confusion or the anger, then we're going to have a very brittle and sad future. Well, we have to think about, you know, what's going on in the world today and what many people are bumping up against is the uncertainty, right? So there is a lot of, you know, financial, all of a sudden my mortgage payments have doubled in some cases for people, gas prices are up, food prices are up, uh, how are we going to make ends meet? You know, there's a lot of that pressure yes. and, you know, where does that get expressed or the confusion or uncertainty of where things are going? Yeah, and who do you trust? And who do you trust? Right. That's another side of it. And so, again, I go back to what's the guidance is to be have the awareness to look at the conversations, the self-talk you're having with yourself. Where are you angry about an incomplete conversation, you know, that he said, she said, maybe that can be a loop in your head that will drive you crazy. So the observation of it. So the guidance is this, I guess, is that we need to complete in some way, shape, or form, or even if we get to it and realize that, you know, we're operating on in this story about how pissed off we are about something or how we had a great win and nobody celebrated with us, there's these incompletions that we operate on top of. Very true. And like you say, it's also about acknowledgement. Like nobody acknowledged that I had a win or somebody, they didn't see that I had a win or something was great because what's happening right now is people are focusing on their own selves, on survival in many ways. And I think what for us as leaders, and you know, leaders got to lead, right? And everyone listening to this podcast, if you are listening, you are a leader and leaders got to lead and it's not going to be easy. So take a look maybe for a moment, you know, what went well? this last year. You know, it's it's the end of the year. What did go well? Acknowledge that. Find that for yourself. And maybe what didn't go so well? Point that out to yourself and neutralize that. Bring forward what you are most proud of. Then what are you done with? Like, what will you commit to not bringing forward to next year? What are you just done with? Is it a pattern of behavior, a thought process? Um, like you and I are constantly trying to sharpen our, you know, sharpen our, our axe or our saw just to make sure that we're thinking and saying things in the direction that we want to go and not being sucked down the rabbit hole of negativity. And then what are you grateful for? You know, people talk about gratitude in a way that, you know, it's just a thing. You just flip out three to five things that you're grateful for. No gratitude is the opening. It is the opening to the what's next. And it's what opens our heart. And it's what opens us to 
actually receive because a lot of times right right now there's so much good in the world and many people can't see it because there's so much darkness so completion guidance find a way to close a year close a relationship close a deal in a way that serves you and your values so that you can open up to your what's next not operating on top of you know, junk and shit and incomplete thoughts and sentences and stuff that just creates more mess. Well, I think there's something to be said for, you know, the one thing is that what am I so done with? So in other words, as I go into 2000 or 2023, as I go into 2023, what am I so done with? So often we're looking at goals and what I'm going to achieve and all the things I'm going to do. Maybe one of the goals is the completion of what am I so, so done, done with? with? And it's so S-O-O-O-O, so done with. So I'm not going to carry it into 2023. I'm done. I'm actually taking that out of the pack that I'm carrying on my back. You know, there is that phrase that it's not the weight we carry that breaks us down. It's the way we carry the weight. So anytime we can get rid of that weight and take something out, out of, of the backpack, out of the pack that we're carrying <laughs> on our back, it is a, another way of setting a goal that you know, really, we're just getting rid of something. We're not taking something else on, which gives us the opportunity to complete. That is the completion. It is. You know, is there a conversation? Is there a relationship that I keep carrying on with? You know, a friendship that I keep, you know, I keep, you know, I don't know what the word is. Wishing and hoping it would be different. Yeah, wait, yeah <laughs> waiting for her to change or him to change. <laughs> right? They'd be a better friend if they just only and they just aren't going to change, right? So maybe it's time to let maybe those I'm relationships go. Maybe I'm done with that. So I don't know. So the point is, is yeah. that we want to go into 2023. We want to finish this, you know, particular year, given all that's gone on. And say, where am I incomplete? Is there things that I have to do? Is there things that I have to say? What do I do to be complete so I'm not operating on top of things, given that I can't, there's situations that I can't control and you have to let that go. I can't control it. All I can control is my view of it. And in other words, I can only control my emotions around it and my view of the world. I can't control the circumstances. So what do I have to do? And go into 2023. Well, I think complete, complete and to consider neutral. Like we don't have to go in high and we don't have to go in low. How do we get to neutral? And that is the completion exercise. I mean, find a way to be as complete as you can be in this moment. And I highly suggest writing a letter, whether you, I, I suggest you don't send it, is to someone or to something, whether it's a person, a place, a deal, a, a situation, so that you can do a stream of consciousness, pen to paper, write it out, get all down and dirty with it, and you'll know when you're done. Well, you can write that letter to yourself, by the way. To the, and to, absolutely to yeah, yourself. Yeah. And absolutely to yourself. And I find when I do it, I always end up with, and I forgive you. Ladies and gentlemen, we do these podcasts and sometimes we have no idea <laughs> like where tonight. they're going to go, like tonight. And uh, if you got something out of it, then that's awesome. And give us some feedback, CEO at raincanada.com. And uh, Stephanie, as always, thank you. That was fun. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others. Share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener, 
If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.